Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. So a special edition of Cash the Ticket. And uh, look, straight up, this is impromptu as it gets. Uh, Jim Costa not here. He doesn't even know I'm recording. Uh, I didn't tell Evan what I'm recording. I, I thought about in the growth of this podcast, as we sit in the holiday season here, I thought a lot about what else can we do? What else can we offer the people? And one thing, I want to explain something, and I think it'll hopefully help you that if you listen to my regular show in Detroit, um, or even if you don't, it'll give you a chance to kind of understand me a little more. Um, one of the things you don't get to do in this business is to totally freelance. This is a business. I've always said it. Um, you know, people will always ask, well, how come you don't talk more about X? Generally, it's a hockey fan or a basketball fan. And, and my answer is always the same. My job is ratings and revenue and football guides both. Um, you don't get to do the things you want to do regularly, you do the things you need to do. Now, luckily, I'm passionate about sports. I love sports. Uh, the want and the need often kind of interweave or interwoven. But, um, you know, the thing you don't get to do a lot of is you only get to show pieces of you. You don't get to explain everything. You don't get to fully let people in. Now, for me, for those who listen to the show in my almost two decades in Detroit, I'm a private person. It's just how I am. I'm not big on the, the grandstanding. I'm not big on the showy shit. Uh, I left social media over a decade ago because I really just couldn't stand any of it. Um, and I do my job, and I think I do a damn good job. I don't say that to, you know, fucking toot my own horn. I'm just stating a fact. I'm good at what I do. And I show, I show as much as I can on the air, but there's a lot that I can't. And it was funny because last week, my co-host Rico Beard, he also does the Five Star Zone, great Big Ten podcast. And, and Rico, I don't think it's any secret, um, Rico's a friend in real life. I've known Rico for over a decade. Um, you know, he made a comment on the air and it kind of stuck with me. And being that it's the holidays, I said, you know, I'm going to come in and I'm just going to do this. And there's really no goal. There's no nothing. It's just an idea that, you know, you have the platform. I can't really do it on the air where you're guided by uh, ratings, revenue, um, timed segments, right? You guys know the drill. I, I, I do apologize, but commercials are what pay the bills. And I said, I got to answer for it. But Rico said something that was really interesting to me. And I guess I've never explained it. Um, you know, we always 
about two weeks before Christmas, we kind of flip the script. We start playing Christmas music as our bump back music. It's just a fun thing to do. I've always loved Christmas. And people always think that that's weird because if you know me, super intense about my job. Um, I've always had a chip on my shoulder. I grew up with very little. And I just have always believed I won't be outworked. I'm not going to get out worked. No one's going to be more driven. No one's going to just attack it the way I do. And yes, all jokes aside, um, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of people. Just people bug me. Um, but I love Christmas. And that's always been this weird thing. And Rico's never been able to figure it out. And, you know, it's also Christmas music. I have very strong opinions about Christmas music. And it's funny. I thought about doing it on the air. And I just never found the time. You know, we've, we've, we live in a great sports town. The show emanates from Detroit, for those of you that are out of market. And, you know, my job is to not do the things I want to do. It's do the things I need to do and not waste my listeners' time. Um, that's not a shot at anybody. I just, I have a way I do the show. I have a way that I did this, the show before Rico was here. I've, I've, I've had a solo show. I have ways and rules that if you're going to work with me, we're going to do the show. And um, when things happen, when content happens, when sports happens, we're doing it. So he made a comment, and he goes, what is it with you with these, these Italian Christmas songs, like the Dean Martin stuff? And he makes fun of a song in particular called Marshmallow World, where he goes, it's not even about Christmas. And I go, dude, you don't get it. And it's, it's, it's one of those things, and I guess I'll, I'll explain it here, is if you are like me, and you spent a lot of time away from home or you went to school away from home or you got separated from family, like Christmas music isn't even about the music. I don't think any of us could unequivocally say that these are actually good songs. They're really not when you think about it. I mean, most artists begrudgingly do a Christmas album as a way to make money. It's not because they like the music. And outside of Mariah Carey's uh, song in the early 90s, All I Want for Christmas is You, there isn't even new Christmas music. Everyone's singing the same shit, just in a different way. The songs are about nostalgia. That's what it is. So for me, I love this time of year because for a long time, it was one of the only times I got to go home. Now, obviously, listeners always joke around, go back to New York, you're not a Detroiter. I mean, shit, I've been here since I was 17, and now I'm 42, I still face that. It's hilarious to me, I don't give a shit, it doesn't matter. This is home. But for a long time, it wasn't. For a long time, home was still New York. Home was still, you know, my mom and dad's house, the house I grew up in. Um, They never moved um, until a few years ago. It was the house that, you know, I always looked forward to going back. So I never really thought about it um, until, God, weeks after Thanksgiving. For about 10 years, I didn't go home for Thanksgiving. I had to work. And whether it was uh, working the Lions game, whether it was doing the post game, whether it was always working the Friday after Thanksgiving, I had to work. That's part of cutting your teeth. It's part of paying your dues. Uh, And it sucked. I think I was home for one Thanksgiving in 10 years. And, um, you know, you earn the right eventually to just not do that shit anymore. But every year, God, I don't know, maybe a week after Thanksgiving, at most two, all I thought about was going home. 
that was it. And, and again, I don't come from anything. And in my younger days, like, no, you weren't just popping a flight. Mom and dad weren't paying for travel. You know, it's not how it works. So everything with Christmas music was just getting home, man. And, you know, I don't say that as a shot because Detroit has become my home. But it was the idea. Every year I drove. I drove because I'd be home for like 10 days, 8 days, 9 days. And I'm telling you, the first few years in Detroit, I did middays for, oh, shit, 04, 05, 06. And then in 07, we went drive time. And I remember getting off the air. And I mean, I wouldn't waste 15 minutes. I would get off the air at one or two in the afternoon, depending on the year. And I'd immediately drive home to New York. Car was packed. I was gone. And it just, it didn't matter. Like, it was all about getting home. And I remember, like, you guys know this. Like, if you, I don't know if you have that cottage up north, if you have, um, God, I don't know, family in Chicago or whatever it is, you know your landmarks, right? You know the drive takes twice as long because the landmarks, you know exactly where you are and you know you can't, you can't cheat time. So for me, it would always be uh, driving up to Port Huron slash Sarnia across the border. You're hitting the 402 to 401, the QEW. Uh, then you hit the border and depending whether where the traffic was, either in Lewiston, Niagara Falls, Buffalo, and then you hit the state of New York. And the state of New York, unless you drive like a grandmother, takes about four and a half hours to get across. And where I'm from is right on the Massachusetts border all the way east, about two hours north of New York. And you know every landmark, every landmark. And the anticipation builds, and sometimes you're listening to Christmas music, sometimes you're, you know, just cruising. Shit, it wasn't until, I'm trying to think, guys, don't laugh, but it wasn't until, I don't know, the late 2000s when you had things like, uh, not even Apple CarPlay, but I mean like iPod or, you know, an ability to do something other than a compact disc. You young people can look that up. The reason I bring all of that up is it is, I mean, crystal clear, like crystal. Every year, there's a place about an hour outside of where I live. It's a place called Amsterdam, New York. It's, an, it's a nothing town. It's not a nice place. But it's the type of thing when you're driving on the New York State Thruway, it kind of just sits in like a little valley, right? New York is very mountainous, very hilly. It's the opposite of Michigan or Ohio or Indiana. Very lots of, you know, undulations, triple word score. But it would never fail. Like driving home and certainly now when I drive home early in the morning to go home um, or when I would still because I don't do it anymore. Um, everyone's relocated now, but it's more, you see that town lit up, sitting down in that little valley, and it's just like the ultimate marker. You're an hour out. And I mean, then, then it hits, then it's Christmas and it never changed. It never changed. And we're talking in my twenties. You pick up the phone. Hey guys, I'm an hour out. And then you're counting the mile markers down and 60 becomes 50 becomes 40. You guys know the mile markers on the highway. And in New York state, 
they like to remind you like every 10 miles. You can't avoid it. And it makes that last hour just, it's endless. I mean, literally endless. But the reason I tell this entire story, if you're still with me, is it never, it is still to this day. When I think about Christmas, I think about pulling up to the house I grew up in, going up the back steps, going through the back door, and the minute. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Literally, I shit you not. The minute you open those doors, it, it then, then it was Christmas time. And I mean... Literally, if I close my eyes and think about home, I hear those songs that I still, like, have to have on the Christmas playlist. Every year I would come home, there'd be, you know, Dean Martin Christmas, Manhattan Transfer, uh, Nat King Cole. Those would be like the three. And I mean clockwork. Clockwork. It never changed. So that connection to it, like that's of all things, right? Like the red ass that I am and the, you know, the intense radio personality that I am, that's still like what makes the holidays special. It's why I still listen to these probably wholly average songs. Um, But it just evokes incredible memories. I mean, incredible, you know, getting home and it's nine or 10 at night, you know, or, or now, you know, back before my, my parents moved, getting home for dinner time and house is decorated top down. And like I said, we don't come from much, but that never stopped my parents from being, A, we don't have a lot, but what we have, we're going to take really good care of. Um, I grew up in a house that was clean enough you could eat off the floor, namely because my mom vacuumed every single day, zero bullshit. Uh, every meal, the Swiffer would come out. Trust me, it's, it's, it's a clean place. Um, but everything from the way the house smelled to the decorations, all of it, it just, and, and truly, I think if you, I don't know if you're, if you're, you grew up, you know, you left home and you were separated from family, which a lot of my friends are, um, I'll never compare it. You know, uh, military service is something completely different. Uh, you're gone for a year, two years at a time. You're in an unfriendly place and you're potentially risking your life. It's not that. Don't take it that way. But for me, uh, I am the oldest. I got two younger sisters. Being home, the holidays, that was like you had to cram almost, God, I, pff, shit. You had to cram a year into six, seven, eight days. That's what you had. So sure, seeing friends was whatever, but it was spending time at home. It's what makes the holidays still, for me, you can keep all the Christmas parties. It doesn't do a lot for me. Uh, I don't even attend the work party because I just don't care. No disrespect to anybody, but like it's a business. We're not friends. Uh, I usually do a dinner with my guys, right? 
you know, uh, whoever the radio crew is as people come and go, or if you're someone like Hatchet or someone um, now that Kenny's been working with us for years, Rico certainly, Roberto for a long time now, I usually do a dinner on the side because those are the people I interact with the most. Um, but going home was all about you get to be a brother again. You get to be a son. And again, please don't laugh. For a lot of years, there was no Zoom. There was no FaceTime. There was nothing. Reality was your relationships existed on a telephone, which I know is fucking crazy for a lot of people to think about, but that's real. Uh, so now, I guess in, in, to, to summarize, is like, I don't take it for granted now because I get to have that more now that one by one, family relocates. You know, I had a kid sister who I told her, go anywhere you want to school. Just don't go to Michigan State. Like, go do your own thing. Nope, that didn't work. She went to Michigan State. Um, you know, my parents retired here. Um, now, we still, we get to do the traditions. And even though it's great, even though it is the ultimate blessing, uh, both to be in a position to aid the process of getting my family out here and then, like, having the ability to just, I don't know, just spend time with people I care about. It didn't have to be a phone call. It didn't have to be a plane ticket. That's the ultimate blessing for me is not only um, I know so many people have fractured families and people I'm close to, people I care deeply about. I understand my family is completely the opposite, is that we're super close. But, like, we still do the big traditions and the same music, the same food. Being Italian, Christmas Eve, for those of you out there who are Italian, you know, it's the Feast of the Seven Fishes. It is non-negotiable. The menu is non-negotiable. The tradition of, you know, prep preparing for that meal two, three days in advance, it's non-negotiable. And I love every minute of it. And even though it's great, I will tell you, the reason, to answer Rico's question, the reason it is those songs still, like they just, they hit, it's still not what I remember. It's not. And that doesn't mean that it's bad. It's not. I love every second of it. But it's different. Christmas is about nostalgia. As sports fans, that's what we love is nostalgia. But there was a run, I would say, oh, shit. Well, from the time I got a car as a junior in college, so that would be, I don't know, 2001, to about, I'm thinking, guys, I apologize, I would say there's probably about a 12, 13-year run that I will, I will always, 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 always look back to, always think back to. And that's where those songs really emanate from. It's not necessarily childhood, and it's not even right now. There's those moments, or, or in this case, this period of time that... I was on my come up here. I was working so hard at that point to just try to make it. And then you get to the point where you think you've made it, but you don't know you're going to stay there to the point like, okay, we fended off this challenge. And now I want to chase these other things. Like you're just going home for the holidays was the sanity. It was the only time I got to decompress and that's why Christmas 
it's just, I can't explain it. It's like you love a certain team and a certain year of that team or a certain championship of that team, and you love it more than any of the others. You have your reasons. It's because of what was going on in your life. And that's why I'm telling you, like, I, my house, I'm not, I'm not big on decorating the outside, but the inside, it's fucking winter wonderland. I love Christmas. Always have, always will. And it's, don't care about the presents, doesn't mean anything to me. I hate when people buy me stuff. I hate it. I love giving gifts. I hate getting them. Rico makes fun of me for that too, by the way. Um, but it's not about the presents. It has zero to do with really anything. It's about family. It's about those memories. It's about certainly creating new ones. But always just, just like we do in sports, holding on to that moment. You know, if you're, I don't know, if you're a Wolverine, you go back to 97, or maybe by the time you listen to this, you're looking at what just took place um, in winning a national title or going to the Rose Bowl. State fan, you go back to 2013, you have to. Maybe that ice cold night in Indy where they beat Iowa to go to the playoff. You're a, you know, a Pistons fan. Of course it's the going to work Pistons or even further back. It's the bad boys. Like you find your own vintages, you find your own stuff and you hang on to them. And it's really less about the team and more about what you had going on. And that's why. So to answer it, it's why I love Christmas. It's why I love those specific albums, those specific songs. And I'm telling you. Zero bullshit. I could polygraph it. If I close my eyes and think about it, I can still, I can picture everything. Everything. Every room, the decorations, the way it smelled, the, the, the food, all of it. And that's, I'm telling you, that's what keeps me, bra- that, that's what brings it back. So the songs you hear on the show, um, yes, we like the bus balls and I get my balls broken because I'm Italian and it's easy to make fun of Italians. But, If you want to know why those songs never change, the ones that, like, I make sure are in the system, that's why. That's what's behind the whole thing. So, yeah, didn't really have a plan. But I wanted to answer Rico's question. And I guess, I don't know, just tell some stuff that it's not salacious by any means, but, like, I don't let people in. It's just not a strength of mine. It's just not what I'm into. Uh, I'm a 42-year-old guy. I don't need new friends. I don't need any more than what I got. I've already been given so much in this life. It doesn't, I don't, I don't need it. I'm good. But I figured this one was, I don't know, in the holiday spirit, made sense. And like I said, I don't need a permission slip to cut a podcast. Uh, So if you enjoyed it, great. Uh, If you didn't, fuck it, whatever. Sorry if I wasted your time. Um, You know, I didn't do this one in particular for reviews. I didn't do this one in particular to satiate a sponsor. I didn't do this one to pick games or anything. This was just, hey, man, if you're bumping around, it's the holiday season, you're running errands, you're shopping, you're, I don't know. If it gave you something to listen to, if you vibed with it, if you understand it, if you identify with it, cool. And if you didn't, my bad. They can't all be home runs. So with that, uh, by the time you hear this, I'll probably be on vacation uh, because I start in a few days. And, uh... Yeah, I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday. Even you, Michigan fans. We'll talk to you very soon. That's Cash the Ticket. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 